Life Audio. Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. is always with us. The Bible teaches he is omnipresent. While we know this truth, consistently remembering it can be difficult. Whenever worried thoughts first enter our mind, we can ask God to help us realize he is always with us. His presence calms our fears when we turn our attention to him. Well, hey there, and welcome to episode 64 of the Untangling Life podcast. I'm Rachel, and I'm so glad you're listening in today. Today, we are going to talk about seven ways to pray in place of worry. So today, in our episode, I wanted to share seven practical ways that we can take our worry and place it at the feet of Jesus. Seven practical ways we can pray over worry. We can pray instead of worry. I would say that we are praying against worry. So here we go. Seven ways to pray against worry. The first one is to surrender thoughts of worry to God in prayer. So whenever worry sneaks up on me, um, I just try to immediately say, Lord, I give this to you. And whatever it is, fill in the blank. Lord, I give you this thought of worry about such and such. No matter the thought, if you recognize it as a first sign of negative, unprofitable concern, then giving it to God will immediately help. While this first point of ways to pray against worry seems obvious, sometimes it's easy to overlook the obvious. As the old hymn says, Jesus knows your every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. First Peter 5, 6 says, cast all your anxiety on him for he cares for you. God cares about everything that you are going through. He knows every circumstance, every situation, and he is not worried. So if he is not worried, neither shall I be, right? Okay, hint number two on ways to pray against worry. Number two is to truly ask for forgiveness in your worry. And pray for the ability to trust God more. I think of Peter when he was learning to walk on the water. And he stepped out of the boat and stepped toward Jesus. What happened there? Confessing worry is a sin provides the opportunity to ask the Lord to forgive us. And when Peter looked down at the waves, and as he was walking out to Jesus on the sea, he cried out, I believe, help my unbelief. When doubts arise, the master of the sea longs for our trust. He longs for that opportunity to fortify us. And so praying for the ability to trust God more is essential when worry strikes. Thirdly, we need to pray for help to recognize that God's presence is all around us. God is always with us. The Bible teaches he is omnipresent. While we know this truth, consistently remembering it can be difficult. Psalm 118.6 says, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? 
Whenever worried thoughts first enter our mind, we can ask God to help us realize He is always with us. His presence calms our hearts when we turn our attention to Him. And then the fourth way we can pray against worry is to ask the Lord to help us recall His truths to replace the worry. Filling your heart with the truth of God's Word provides an arsenal against fretting. To pray against worry, ask God for the ability to remember the promises of the Bible. When you've recalled a Bible verse or phrase to fight against uncertainty, pray for the truth to saturate your mind and replace your apprehension with His confidence. Matthew 6.4 says, Do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Each day has its own worries, am I right? And so in praying against worry, recall God's truth to replace those worries. Tip number five to pray against worry is ask for God's peace to rule your heart. In 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. God has not given us a spirit of fear, as the Apostle Paul explained to Timothy. God rules in power and love and gives us a, an established mind, not one filled with distress and uneasiness. When we request the peace of God to rule our hearts, God will answer that request. Worry will dissipate in the name of Jesus. Peace is simply resting in God's love. He loves you so much. He gave his life for you. Why would he not care for you? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening, who should call right now? Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And then tip number six, pray for protection against worry. Pray for protection against it. Ask God to keep it from coming on you. In Psalm 37, Verse 7 is a pretty popular verse. It says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways when they carry out their wicked schemes. But verse 8 says, Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. I just wonder how many of us think of fretting as evil or leading to evil. Because if we did, we would prevent ourselves from doing it. We would do everything we could to keep from fretting, to keep from worry. When we are most aware of our weaknesses and we ask God for his help, that is when his strength shines. The Holy Spirit will guard our minds and hearts against worry in answer to this prayer. And so we don't have to worry about being worried. My second youngest daughter, Tara, 
is now 13 years old, so it has been quite some time since I learned this lesson. But when my belly was pregnant with her in the December and January, really January and February of the year before she was born, I encountered a lot of worry. Part of it was um, a seasonal depression, if you will, along with being pregnant and that first trimester of hormones. But I was determined in my spiritual life that I was not going to worry. Now, I know it sounds silly, but I was worried about diapers. That's what I was worried about. You know, she, (laughs) God had given, it's a beautiful story of how, God gave us Tara and what a precious gift she is to our family. She was prayed for before she was ever born. But as I stood there with a pregnant belly, the enemy was so pushy about trying to get me to be concerned and be worried about the future, about her future. And mostly it was financial. You know, we we already had our five children at that point and you know one is preparing to finish high school we have our special needs daughter Taylor and then three other children at home all of the needs are are prevalent and I am worried about having money to buy diapers for this new baby and so it may seem silly but it really was a worry for me and every time that I felt worried about diapers, I just gave it to the Lord. I would be standing at the kitchen sink in my little kitchen and looking out the window and my thoughts would start to drift as I'm washing the dishes and I would get concerned, Lord, where is this you know, money going to come from for diapers? And I would feel the peace of the Lord and I would say, I'm giving it to you, God. I'm giving diapers to you. And it, it was a real battle. I'll be honest, for the month of February that year, 2009, I struggled to give diapers to the Lord. But I consistently tried to give it to God every time I started to be worried or, or fret over this beautiful new baby that God was about to give us and the finances that we needed to to care for our sweet Tara. So fast forward a little bit to spring. It's April of that year. Tara is due to be born, you know, within a few weeks. And my husband worked night shift at the time. You may have heard this story before if you've heard me speak. If so, I apologize, but it is a precious one to me. And as my husband was working night shift, he came home one morning. I was standing in the kitchen and I heard him come in and he went into the living room and dropped packages. I could hear him leave something and then go back out to the car. And he came back in again a second time. And by this time I was a little curious and I went around the corner from the kitchen into the living room and saw on the left seat packages of diapers piled high and he looked at me and kind of cocked his head to the side just a little bit and said my co-workers gave us a diaper shower it was just the most precious thing because I knew that God was answering my prayer and I didn't have to worry at all that God can make a way when there is no way 
It was just such a precious thing for me, but the story gets even better. About two days later, the doorbell rang, and I thought to myself, I'm not expecting anything. I wonder what the deal is here. I ran over to the door, peeked out the window, and saw the UPS man with a dolly. He put two boxes on the porch and was headed back to his truck and then brought two more boxes. I opened the door to see four cases of diapers and God surely knows how to answer prayer. I figured out that those were from my sister. I called her. I said, how did you know? And she said, I just felt like the Lord was telling me to send you diapers. You have other kids. You don't really need anything else. You know, we didn't buy any diapers for Tara until she was 18 months old, which means we only bought diapers for her, for her babyhood for about six months. She was potty trained soon after that. Those were all the diapers we ever purchased for her in her lifetime. Isn't God incredible? All of that in answer to prayer because I chose to pray instead of worry, to give it to God. Our last point of the seven ways to pray against worry is to give God thanks for being in control. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So we have seven ways to pray against worry. Number one, surrender thoughts of worry to God in prayer. Number two, ask for forgiveness in your worry and pray for the ability to trust God more. Number three, pray for help to recognize God's presence is with you. And number four, ask the Lord to help you recall his truths to replace your worries. Number five, pray for God's peace to rule your heart. Number six, pray for protection against worry. And number seven, give thanks to God for being in control. Even if all you do is choose one of these seven ways to pray against worry, my prayer is that it helps you in the battle against worry. Why worry? when you can pray. As Corey Ten Boom says, worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows. It empties today of its strengths. Each episode of Untangling Life concludes with a segment called On My Desk. This week on my desk, I have two brand new paperback resources you'll find in rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. First up, Pure Joy, Cultivating a Happy Heart, 31 Days Bible Reading Plan and Journal, as well as The Desperate for God, 31 Prayers of Men and Women in the Bible. Each of these resources are are now available in paperback form, and you will find them at rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. Also, I have 31 Days of Prayers for the Heart, Prayer Cards on my desk, ever so popular, huge shipment going out today. If you have not gotten yours, you'll want to do that at rachelwojo.com forward slash shop. I also have a, a new book to me. Looks like it's an older book, actually. Moving Mountains, Praying with Passion, Confidence, and Authority by John Eldridge. A great book that I've really enjoyed. I'm about halfway through. Thanks so much for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need.
Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.